We now begin the fourth parak of Masech Yoma. This is Perak Dalad Mishalaf four one. If you recall, the last thing we saw on what went on during Yom Kippur was in the third parak that Kohen Gadol was standing by the two goats. One will be Lashem, one will be to Lazazel, as we see in our Mishnah here. And he had the Kalpi, that box which became a golden box, and within it were these two lots. One lot was a golden ticket, if you will, that was engraved with Lashem meaning the five letters Lamed, Yud, and then a He, and then above, and then a He. Um, and the other one was labeled Lazazel. And those labels were engraved within the gold um, of the lot itself, which means the Kohen Gadol, if he'd reach his hand inside the box, the Kalpi, he could feel the letters and he could figure out which lot was which. And therefore, we're going to have him um, pull out the lots very quickly. Misha says, Taraf Bakalpi. He quickly snatches the lots from within the box. And the two lots come up in his two hands. He put these two hands in, one and right, one left, and pulls out two lots, one in either hand. One of them has written upon it, again, engraved upon it, Lamad Yud One of them has it written upon him to Azazel. The word Azazel um, is reference to a specific place. Um, ostensibly, the word Azazel is from like uh, from the word Az, which means like you know, harsh and and uh, f- firm and, and brazen. So, more on that a little later on. When we get to Azazel. In any case, the two these two lots pull up out of the box. Um, the word Taraf means to snatch, according to most, like the Bartonora. Others learn fascinatingly to me that the word taraf means he doesn't snatch out of the box, rather he mixes up the box to randomize the choice of the lots. How does he mix it up? So he just shakes it, I guess. But the word taraf, like you remember sometimes the Mishnah and the Gemara certainly talks about beitza trufa, like a scrambled egg. So trufa scrambled, um, and here it's like scrambling up the lots to randomize them. In any case, the Mishnah says, Hasagan biyamino varosh beis av mismolo. You recall we've already said this before. The deputy Kohen Gadol was on the right-hand side of the Kohen Gadol, and the Rosh Beisav, the head of the particular Beisav who was serving that day, um, was on the left. And in fact, some Gersos take this out, that sentence out, because anyways, he said it before. Now, Imshel Shem, if the lot to Hashem, Allah Biyamino, it came into his right hand, then the Hasagan, the Sagan, the deputy who was standing on the right of the Kohen Gadol, would say, Omer lo, Ishi Kohen Gadol, Hagba Yemincha, Sir Kohen Gadol, please raise your right hand. Vim shall shame Alam Bismolo, if on the other hand, the lot for Hashem came up in his left hand, so then, Rosh Beisav Omer lo, Ishi Kohen Gadol, Hagba Smolacha, Mr. Sir Kohen Gadol, please raise your left hand. And everyone would see. Then Nasnan, that's the, probably the proper girsa, he put them, al shnei hasirim, he would put the two lots on top of the two goats, identifying them. This is actually based on the requirement of the Pasuk, Vayikra Tezayin Pasuk Ches, that's 16.8, says, Venasan Aron al shnei hasirim goralot, he will, Aaron will put place on the two goats, the lots. So there you go. And va'omer lashem chatas. He will say the words, quote, lashem chatas. This is a sin offering to God. 
And the purpose of that statement is to identify not just that it's to God, but that it's a sin offering. In other words, this is the conventional requirement of consecrating something. You have to always designate a korban as such to say this is consecrated with the designation of being a chata. So he's actually saying that. This is Lashem chatas, a sin offering for Hashem. Rabbi Yishmael Omer, lo hayatzarch lomar chatas, ela Lashem. Rabbi Yishmael says it's clear what's going on here. It's evident from the whole process. And therefore, there's no need to actually say the word chatas. You could just simply say Lashem. This one's to God. And with the identification of the to God designation and putting on the the lot on the back of that animal would be sufficient to designate it as a chatas and consecrate it as such. The halacha follows the Tanakhama, so actually he does say Lashem chatas. Now, when he says Lashem, he doesn't say Lashem. He actually pronounces the explicit name of God, the four-letter name of God, like we had before. So when he says, pronounces Yudke Vavke, so then Vehin O Nachrav, again, all those in attendance, the Kavanim and other spectators, will say after him, Baruch Shem Kavod, Malchuso Leulamboed, Blessed is the honored name of Hashem, his Malchus, his sovereignty, his kingdom should go on forever, should last forever. And again, they'll prostrate on the floor. So if you're keeping track, we had three times the Shem Hashem mentioned previously in the third parak. That was the first Vidui, now we have a fourth time. In total, there will be 10 times that the Shem Hashem is mentioned throughout the day. Um, there'll be a total of three viduyim, three confessions, each one mentioning the Shem Hashem three times. Three times three is nine, and this is the 10th. Okay, but in the chronology, this is number four.